You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Now, Julian King with you this Sunday afternoon, 0457 736 736, the text line number. We'll catch up with former soccer Clint Bolton shortly on the program. He had the call for us on SEN last night alongside... Jordan Canellis, no doubt a very happy Clint Bolton and very happy Australian fans. Now, we are, of course, gearing up for the summer of cricket, which sounds a bit strange because we had three one-days against England and, of course, uh, the small matter of the World Cup. We had the WBBL final last night at North Sydney Oval. The PM's 11 just finished against the touring West Indies side who now make their way to Perth for the first test, which starts next Wednesday. Alex Doolan is our dear friend here and the network is on the line right now to chat all things cricket. G'day, Dools. Jules, how are you, mate? Mate, I'm going very well. Listen, last night, uh, and congratulations to the strikers, uh, third time lucky for them after a heartbreaking loss last year, and they've defeated the, the favourites and the ladder leaders, the Sydney Sixers. But I was there, and have you ever experienced this? So the Sixers' innings, Jules, was delayed because of the sunset. And normally you hear about rain delays. It just seemed very weird because people at the ground didn't know what was going on. Darcy Brown had the ball, so what are we waiting for? And the sun was just sort of at a weird angle, and they said, I, I can't see. And they just sort of stood around and chatted for five, ten minutes until the sun set. Yeah, no, I haven't experienced that. I guess it probably falls into the category of bad light, doesn't it? I don't, I don't know. When <laughs> Good the, point. The sun's too bright to get in your eyes, but um, yeah, very strange circumstances. It was indeed. Uh, so the strikers won the toss, batted first, five for 147. The sixes in reply, they were four for 16 at one stage and got to 137 and did see out the 20 overs. But you know, this is redemption for Adelaide, isn't it? Uh, third time now after losing the last couple of years. But I wonder if they had the advantage too, Alex, of having played a few games during the week and taking a bit more, I guess, momentum into the final. Yeah, it's always an interesting conversation that I think that um, so often we're seeing now that um, it's, it's the form that you take into these final series. And sometimes having those breaks, uh, which is meant to be advantageous for the latter leaders, <laughs> tend to be to their detriment a little bit because you do lose a bit of momentum having to sit on the sidelines and watch. So um, that could quite possibly have played in uh, Adelaide's hands. Yeah, you're right. They seem both teams flushed with all-rounders and it's almost like the new normal, isn't it, in T20 cricket? Uh, like you have more value if you can bat and bowl. Yeah, you, you're exactly right. I think most teams now are looking to load up, especially with the, the bowling side. I think... Um, having those four overs, if if you're having a bad night and your four overs travel, that can be the the uh, the nail in the coffin for your team. So to have those options to be able to throw the ball to an all-rounder for an over just to give you a break for someone who's not quite coming off that night, um, it's really advantageous for a captain especially to have those options. The standard is so good. I mean, you know, it's good where I was parked to see Elise, who's had a wonderful tournament, 33 off 32, but her technique is as good as ever. 
you know, and 6,000, almost 7,000 fans there. So many young girls, Alex, all decked out in pink. I mean, it, you've got to celebrate how far the women's game has come in this country. Yeah, it's really exciting, isn't it, um, to, to now have that diversity in cricket. Um, I've got a young daughter and uh, friends of mine have got young girls coming through and they're actually getting really excited to play cricket and starting to play in the, the into cricket, the, the blast cricket. So it's exciting and it's, um, you know, it's Cricket Australia's done a great job in promoting the women's game and the, and the women hold themselves so high and, and are playing so well at the moment that... Um, infectious it's it really is turning our attention to the pm's 11 uh that match was drawn in the end uh, 332 and four declared for 221 the the prime minister's 11 then in reply 235 the west indies air first innings and eight for 277 uh, what did you get out of this uh, we get to have a glimpse i guess as uh, the best of the rest what i found fascinating and you think about the australian top order well the openers in particular so so obviously davy warner's getting older Usman kawaja's getting on Bukowski out of the frame at the moment. If one of those two were to go down, you know, who would be the next opener in line? Marcus Harris has had a chance. Henry Hunt has his admirers. But, you know, Matthew Renshaw, I'd have to think, you know, 81 and then 100, a double 100 in the Shield this year. He's had a taste of test cricket. I would think at the moment he would be he would be the front runner, Alex. Yeah, you're right. It's... Geez, how do you how do you choose? Thankfully, I'm not George Bailey and having to make yeah. that call. Marcus Harris's form over a, a long, long period has been very good. He hasn't quite nailed Test cricket, but he's he's a Test cricketer. There's no doubt about that. Um, but it's very, very hard to argue with Matthew Renshaw's numbers this year in particular. I mean, 81 in the first innings and then 101 not out in the second. Um, he's doing everything right to get himself a call-up. He's batted in the middle order too for Queensland when he found himself out of form, came back in in that middle and, and got himself into form. So he's very, very versatile and um, someone that I think you could just very easily pick in your squad and have him in a number of positions. It's it's funny, Renshaw, Harris, Hunt, Hanscom, <coughs> excuse me, Rogan my throat. Renshaw, Harris, Hunt, Hanscom, and Inglis. None of those players average forty in first class cricket. Is this a concern? Not at all. Um, first class cricket has changed dramatically uh, over the years, especially from when I started playing, and in particular the pitches that we play on now. Most venues try and create a. Uh, result wicket, which means that there are going to be periods of, of the game where it's so difficult to score and you're going to get low scores. That's changed a lot in the last sort of 10, 15 years. Um, you're seeing now a few wickets started to become a little bit more batsman friendly. Maybe um, maybe Cricket Australia has acknowledged that it was a bit, a bit challenging for batters. Um, but yeah, I'm not concerned about their averages at all. We go and play on test wickets now. Test wickets are much flatter. Um, so their numbers will, will increase once they start playing test cricket. But um, no, I, averages for me, they're not a concern at all. I think um, you know it's, it's more the wickets than the players. The players are incredibly skillful uh, and they'll do very well when they step up to test cricket. First test commences against the West Indies Wednesday over in Perth. Anybody from the West Indies stand out? I've got to say Chanderpaul's a chip off his old man's block. He loves to occupy the crease. Yeah, even that's a bit like him. He too, does, doesn't he? he? You the, know, um, little, little bit crabby. Yeah. yeah, no, I like uh, very much like Chandler Paul. I think um, I think he picks himself really, doesn't he? In that first 
first test team with the numbers that he put out in that um, PM's game. Um, their batting for me is their, their weak link. I think Craig Brathwaite's a, a good player. But then you go down and you look at their bowlers. Their bowlers are they're exciting. Alzari Joseph, we saw him in the T20 World Cup. He's a young fast bowler coming on. Kimar Roach, of course, is, is a veteran, fast, yeah. isn't he? Like yeah. he's, he is. Um, and then they've got you know some all-rounders in there as well. I, I think they're going to be uh, badly outmatched by Australia. I think Australia are going to be far too strong for them, especially on the big, fast, bouncy pitches. I think our bowlers are just going to be too good and um, our batters, uh, their bowling attack is nothing that our batters can't um, can't deal with and haven't seen before. So I think Australia will be far too strong for them in this Test series. Yeah, and well done to your Tasmanian Tigers. A pretty good game of cricket too, the Shield game at the MCG. They were left with a a nasty chase. Victoria got more than they should have, 336, with you know Matty Elliott's young boy getting 80 in his debut and, and then uh, Johnny Holland as well late in the order. But six for 241, uh, runs shared, I see. So Wadey, 35, Ben McDermott, 46, Silk, 36, Doran, 47, not Bo Webster, 38. And they, yep. but they did the job. And, and the veteran too, Jackson Bird, nice to see him get some polls. Yeah, for... <laughs> a wicket that's traditionally very, very flat. Jackson's record at the MCG was right. absolutely exceptional, wouldn't it? But uh, he's a superstar, um, and the Tigers are lucky to have him still up and fit and firing after so much cricket under his belt. So very lucky to have him. Probably the only thing that Tassie didn't do was have that centurion, wasn't yeah. it? He did say that it was a, a really well-rounded game of cricket. But I think to make it a perfect game of cricket, you want someone to have that century under their belt. Um to, to, oh, it's just a number, I know, but that's how we describe the perfect game of cricket. But um, they've got not many weak links in their side at the moment, the Tigers. They're all playing well. They're all contributing. So um, I think where they're most exciting is the top of the order, to be honest. I'm really excited by the way that Ward and Jewel go about it. Uh, much more attacking openers than they've had in the past, the Tigers. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm really excited by the way they're playing. All right, mate. Always good to get your thoughts. Enjoy the cricket on Wednesday. Thanks, Jules. Appreciate it, mate. There he is. Alex Dillon, former Test cricketer and SEN commentator. 0457 736 736. We'll take a break on the other side of that. We'll check in with Clint Bolton. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.